Welcome back to the Turwee Show with me, Oliver Turwee. In this episode, I kind of want to hit a different tone than I usually do. Um, I'd like to discuss the topic of abortion to start out today's show. I know lots of people don't like talking about it, but it's a very important topic in today's political landscape. So, people on the more conservative side would say uh, it's crazy that anyone could do that to a little baby, while people on the left say if it is in your body, then it should be your choice on if you can abort it or not. Um, so as a conservative myself, I believe it is wrong, but I'll get, ba I'll get back to that in a little bit. First I want to talk about the truth and taking the easy way out. A lot of people do whatever they can to avoid the truth at all times. And don't get me wrong, I do it sometimes too. This will wrap back into the abortion topic in a little bit, but I'm gonna, I want to kind of stay on this quick. Uh, so, who else has heard the saying, the truth will set you free? Everyone has. But see, that's just not true. Sometimes, the truth comes with punishment. Sometimes, truth comes with chains. And sometimes, the truth just flat out sucks. What I'm trying to say is that sometimes, the truth is hard. It may be hard, but that doesn't mean that it's not the right thing to do. So now, back to the easy way out thing. In every situation in life, there's an easy way out. And I'm talking about sometimes there's an uncomfortable truth in life, and there always seems to be an open door that is the easy way out. Just think for a second about a tough situation in your life. We've all had them. And I guarantee in that situation, there was an easy way out, wasn't there? The way that this ties back into the abortion topic is, this entire problem only started because of society telling us we don't need to take responsibility for our actions and turning our backs on the truth to opt out of tough times. So let's say you messed up, you were careless, you lacked restraint, and now you're about to bring a life into this world. The truth is, you have absolutely no right whatsoever to end that life. I'll even give some leeway here. Let's say you used every precautionary measure, you were responsible, and here you still are, about to bring life into this world. The hard truth is, it's still a life, and you have no right to take that away. This is a living being with its own genetic code, brain activity, nervous system, and it can't speak for itself. I thought the left was all about letting the little guy and the minority speak up, right? So why, does that, why doesn't that apply to this situation? Nobody is allowed to decide whether this child gets to live or die. I understand that it is hard to carry that baby full term, give birth, then decide how you're going to take care of it, or give it to a caring family that will. The truth is hard. The truth can suck sometimes. I understand that. Now, I'm sure you're all thinking, wow, this Oliver guy is being harsh. And you know what? I am. But for good reason. And I'm not saying this is all the mother's responsibility. The father should be just as committed to seeing this through. He could take the easy way out, too, by just running off and completely cutting himself off from the mother and the child. Or he could choose to take responsibility. The truth is hard. The truth can really suck. That's why I hate people who sugarcoat the entire world. For example, little Timmy is out playing baseball and his team loses, yet his mommy tells him, everyone's a winner. Do you know what the truth is, little Timmy? You lost. That's the cold, hard truth. You know, the truth may hurt a little bit, it may sting, but the truth is, acknowledging the truth is the only way you can live 
your life as happy, free, and true to yourself as possible. All right, before I finish this section of the show, I want you to go back to what I said earlier. Think about a tough situation in your life. Do you remember what the easy way out was? Do you remember the more hard decisions? Okay, now that you've thought back, which decision did you choose? If you chose the easy way out, fine. I'm not trying to bash anyone here, but everyone, myself included, needs to start walking in line with the truth. Because what happens is, you take the easy way out once, then there's an even easier way out, and you take that. And you just keep distancing yourself farther and farther and farther from the truth. Are you pro-life? Are you pro-choice? Whichever one you are, make the right choice. Choose the truth, every time, no matter how hard it may be. Alright, now that I'm done with my little rant there, we have a very special segment today. I'm being joined by Tier Holmes, a young conservative like myself and a friend. Welcome to the show, Tier Holmes. Tier. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on. About, yeah, I'll be talking about abortion and then talking a little bit about uh, Joe Joseph Biden. Yeah, uh, and when talking about you know abortion, abortion is mainly a kind of a moral topic. It's really about who's right and who's wrong, you know. Yeah. So when uh, you talk about abortion, you kind of have to have certain standards for uh, how you, how you think and the way you act and stuff. Like, yeah, no, I, 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 I abortion is murder. Yeah, straight up murder. Yeah. And now, the way the left sees it, they, they see these uh, embryos, fetuses, as nothing, really. But the way people on the right see it, how they think about it is that they these embryos, these fetuses, are eventually a human being, like a sentient human being, who's going to walk around and make more human beings. Yeah. And now, the left don't really see it that way. They see them as a just a parasite, really. And I think just morally, abortion is wrong. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. Um, when they say that it's a parasite and it's not a living human being, um, they, don't have, they don't have the science to back that up either because uh, they are um, fetuses. They have a working brain. They have a working nervous system. They have a beating heart. Everything that makes it Everything that makes a human a human, they have, except that they're within another human. So, um, yeah, I 100% I agree with that. Yeah, I also don't agree with the uh, statement that it's my body, my choice. And I oh, agree yeah. if, it, if it was just their body they were talking about, then it would be a uh, But we're talking about another body, essentially. Yeah. And, like, like you know, yeah, everyone yeah. should have free reign over their own body. Yeah, like, I see, I, I agree with my body, my choice, but not in the context that they're using. Like, um, it, it's America, you do what you want, it's free. But when it comes down to a different human, which is inside your body, it's not your choice. If you, if you want to kill that, that's not a choice that I think should be allowed uh, federally. Yeah, an but. interesting fact, though, I would like to point out, though, is that women and most of the left don't see uh, fetuses as, you know, people. But yeah. when a man kills a pregnant female, 
he gets double homage charges. Yeah, so yeah, that's statistic. Yeah, that's the law, and I don't see them saying that they want to change that. But it it ultimately it ultimately comes down to where uh, legally you want to draw the line on what a human is. But see, like if like you said, it's the double homicide if you kill a pregnant woman. So legally, a baby is already considered a human. So why doesn't that apply to abortion? Is like what the, that's what the rights say, and I I agree with that because if it's already legally considered a human, then you shouldn't be able to kill it. That's that would be legally murder. Yeah, there's only one thing about abortion I kind of agree, and that's the uh, if the woman who is going to birth the child will die if they go to birth that child, then I think only then that's the line we should draw. Yeah. For uh, abortion. Yeah, and another uh, or an interesting statistic to go with that is zero point zero seven percent. I'm pretty sure. Fact check me if I'm wrong, everyone listening. Zero point zero seven percent of of abortions are because of life dangering conditions for the woman or for the child. So that's a very very small percentage, under one percent. So I don't think that you should. Um, I've always said that you shouldn't make law on the on just the one percent, but um, that's that's my opinion on it. But yeah, and another line that this and feminists and just people who are generally debating abortion are trying to talk about is uh, just generally where the line is drawn when the child be you know killed you know. Yeah, and like some people want that the heartbeat. Like when they first detect a heartbeat, other people want it when uh, before the baby comes out, you know, then others just like want it for the entire span of the uh, fetus's development period, you know? Yeah, because I know, I know liberals and Democrats, some want it um, just in those first eight weeks before the heart's beating. And then there's the radical Democrats, like even Kamala Harris, who thinks that you should be able to abort it up until the ninth month? Like you could abort it a day before it would be, uh, before the woman would be giving birth to that baby. And I, 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 that's definitely not acceptable up to the nine months. That is just not. I don't know how anybody could do that, really. Yeah, I think but. it's like fundamentally wrong because a fetus at around eight weeks or so, you, you start to see like arms growing. And then by around like 12 weeks or so, and you start to see defined genitalia and stuff. And like the arms are growing bigger and stuff. So not to mention that there's other reasons that you can't use the heartbeat for for killing the fetuses, you know? Yeah. Or like some people want to use like brain activity, sentience. Yeah. The problem with things like that is like people who have pacemakers or people who are in a coma. Yeah, that's legally killed by those terms and definitions. Yeah, and so like if you're in a coma, you don't have brain activity, and some people have barely any heart activity at all. But it that it's not legal. Well, obviously the family can make the decision if they want under some cir- under some circumstances to let that person go. But yeah, under those circumstances or under the idea that you can if it has brain activity or if it doesn't have brain activity you can kill it i agree with you that you can't make it that way because then 
people in a coma or something like that, then you could just kill them, which I don't think you should be able to either, unless that's a family decision. But but yeah, for sure. Yeah, abortion is fundamentally wrong. And I think that the generation of today and tomorrow who are going to be debating and talking about these issues need to get more involved with it because this is, we're talking about the next generation, like the next generation of people who are going to inhabit this planet and its problems we're talking about. And I think it's a very serious issue that needs to be discussed. Yeah, I, th I for sure think that this is gonna, uh, or this issue will be something that's talked about for past our generation onto the next and the next. I don't think that they're ever going to be able to find some kind of common ground in it since it's such a divided and divisive issue. But um, yeah, with that, we can go on to a different topic if you want. Yeah, that would be great. Um, uh, modern day feminism. What do you think of that? I think modern day feminism is basically Nazism. Yeah. And I'll give you a couple of reasons why. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So Antifa, one of the uh, biggest feminist organizations and activist groups is, you know, they did what were basically terrorist attacks on people, rioting, and generally they just weren't trying to support women's rights and stuff. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. just rioting and Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, see, with with the feminist thing, like, obviously, I don't know a single person that doesn't want men and women to be equal, but the thing with fem yeah, the, thing with fem the thing with feminism is women are already equal to men in every single way. The wage gap, that's been debunked. Men and women, okay, so men being in, um, let's say, political power at a higher percentage, that's not sexism. That's just... It's, it's not sexist that more men are being elected to, let's say, a state legislature or uh, the U.S. House. That's not sexist. That's just how it works right now. But um, I don't think that you should elect somebody based on their sex, their race, their uh, sexual orientation. I think that it should be on policy and so on like that. But that's my way of thinking. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. Like, know, um, yeah, when speaking, if it, yeah, like um, Joe Biden picking Kamala Harris as his uh, running mate just because he made a promise that his running mate would be uh, a colored woman. See, I think that's more sexist and racist and does more harm than anything for a few reasons. Picking someone as a running mate, for example, just because of their sex is wrong. Just picking somebody for uh, your running mate just because they're a colored person is wrong. Uh, just like affirmative action, making it easier for uh, minorities to get into colleges, that's, that's hurting them in the long run because you're putting somebody that's not as qualified to be in a school, uh, you're putting them in a tough situation to succeed, then, and you're making it harder for capable uh, white and Asian people to make it into that school. I think that's I think that's racist. That's my opinion on it anyway. And that does more harm than anything. Oh yeah, completely. Yeah, I completely agree there. Yeah, because see, I can understand Maybe. people. I can understand people wanting uh, more African Americans to get educated, but 
making it just easier for them to get into a prestigious college, that's not going to help anything. Um, that's why the dropout rates from colleges and universities of colored people are so high because they're being put in positions where it's impossible to keep up and to succeed in these tough classes. So I think that that was terrible policy and I really don't think it helped anyone at all. If you have anything to expand on that or else we can go on to a different topic, whatever you want to do. No, I was going to elaborate a little bit. All right, yeah, go ahead. First, I'm going to mention a funny thing about both. So a funny thing about both the uh, Black Lives Matter movement and the uh, most feminism movements is mostly in uh, media. You see white women getting offended for other people and other women instead of those people talking about it themselves and going out and getting offended for themselves, white women are getting offended for other white women and minorities, which yeah. they're saying. Yeah, no, for sure. Seems pretty racist uh, to me, not gonna lie. Yeah, an example of that um, with the, the Washington Redskins changing their name. Um, I know a poll was conducted on Native Americans on if they liked having a Native American as like a mascot. And nine out of 10 said that they, they liked having the Redskins, they liked having the, the, the Indians, they liked having the, that kind of thing. But yeah, see, so people, I don't know what they think they're getting out of it. I don't know if it's like a guilt thing where they feel like they need to, um, where they feel like they need to stand up for people that don't need it or talk for people when they can talk for themselves. But yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think if we didn't have other people getting offended for other people, then we wouldn't have many of the uh, modern feminism, you know, the problems yeah. that we have to be dealing with. Like, yeah, no, I, I completely there are, agree. There are statues that are being yeah. taken down without people knowing what they actually did. Like this yeah. one person who made jobs and helped out several black people was taken down because supposedly he was a slave trader. Yeah. Yeah, no, and how some people wanted to take down, like, statues of Abraham Lincoln, who led the Union, who was fighting against slavery. So, like, that, it doesn't even make, they don't know what they're even doing. They, they just vandalize and riot for who knows what. They don't even know themselves. So, yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Yeah. That's all I really have to say about that right now, but... Uh, all right. Uh, do you want to go on? That'd be cool. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have anything to add on that subject. I think we did pretty good covering what we thought. Um, what do you think of the 2020 election so far, presidential? Uh, I don't know, man. It, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's I an mean, understatement. <laughs> one side's calling uh, bull crap, and then the other side is saying, no, no, nothing happened. Just nothing was wrong. Yeah, and For example, what really does uh, Republicans, and especially you know Mr. Trump, he wants a uh, little revote, right? Yeah, like, the recount. Yeah, and yeah. the right doesn't want that, even though in previous years when a Republican president was elected, they always called for a uh, for a recount. So yeah, no, and like how um, in, in yeah, like in 2016, Russia, Russia collusion, 
um, Russia everything, uh, Hillary Clinton is the rightful president. And they went, they went on for that for four years about that. And now they're saying, no, there's, it's not possible. There can't be any fraud. There can't be anything like that. And yeah, they're just completely turning on what they've said for four years and what they've said before, like in 2004, when George Bush was running against John Kerry. And they, they said that the voting machines didn't work. So then they had, they wanted a complete recount and audit of everything. And, but now they're saying it's not possible, no fraud whatsoever. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, the Democrats declared their victory a little bit too early. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Need a a complete recount, so or at least we know who actually won. Yeah, yeah, everything needs to be checked with the with the mail-in ballots, the millions upon millions of mail-in ballots. There's a lot of room for uh, fraud and irregularities there, and anybody that wants a that wants a working republic should want us to have complete confidence in our election or in our democratic elections and we the first step to that is recounting auditing make sure that everything that's out of out of place gets checked but yeah because i like 70 80 percent of republicans think that trump is the rightful winner 100 probably almost 100 percent of democrats think joe biden is and that's never happened before. The way that they, the, the election this year made the U.S. look like a third world country. And that, that's embarrassing and that should never happen. Where the United States of America, the most powerful country on earth, it shouldn't be like that whatsoever. It's, it's really embarrassing for us as America, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's not a good situation. I'm, I'm holding out hope that President Trump comes on comes out on top, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. It'll be interesting, that's for sure. For sure. Um, how about if Joe Biden becomes president, what do you think America will look like for the younger generation like us and even generations after us and what kind of lasting impact he would have on the country if he does become president in January? Well, it's hard to really know exactly what it yeah. look like, but I think a good prediction would be with Biden as president, the left is going to take over more. So we're going to see more Democratic officials. And as yeah. for the youth, I think either way, the youth, this generation, next, and so forth, are going to be more invested in politics than ever before. Yeah, no, because for sure you know, it's very serious issues. Yeah. Well, it's, um, as for it's, infrastructure, just the general economy might go up, it might go down. You know, President Trump, we just have to hope that his changes the last and Biden doesn't mess with the economy too much. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, a big part of that would I don't be... Think a recession or a depression would be good right now. Yeah, no, definitely. COVID-19 especially, pandemic. Yeah, especially... especially um, because of the virus and the U.S. being in as much debt as it is as it is in right now, that would not be good for the economy and definitely not good for the American citizens. But hopefully, it's looking good for the Republicans in the Senate to hold it. If they don't, that would be the that would be the really scary thing. Then he could completely get rid of the Trump tax cuts, halt wall or halt 
the construction of the border wall uh, and change a lot of things that really are helping Americans, especially like the tax cuts. That's definitely helping the working class Americans. But yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, higher taxes in a pandemic it just does not seem like a good thing right now. Yeah, especially because um, like the uh, like let's say small business owners, they're all shut down right now. They don't make a ton of money as it is, and just trying to trying to keep the business open and trying to stay on track with taxes and everything. Yeah, the higher taxes for that is, would completely destroy small businesses to the point where they can't even rebuild again. And that that's a big part of the economy, small businesses and like the working class, for sure. Yeah, the small businesses and the working class are like the backbone of our country. If you don't have yeah, people working, sure. then nothing gets done. Yeah. I think that some people, especially the spoiled leftists, seem to realize that there are people that make of such a comfortable lifestyle. Yeah. And that jobs, which Trump is creating, are important. Yeah. And the higher jobs and less taxes need to be maintained. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree. Like the natural gas industry, for example, that makes up, or millions of Americans work in that. And I can agree with the uh, left to a point on climate change. Not, I don't agree with them very much, but it, it, it could be a problem. Like climate change could be a problem. Like it could be a bigger, I don't think it's as big of a problem as they're making it, but I definitely don't think completely getting rid of the natural gas industry is a way to solve it at all. And that puts millions of Americans out of work it just it would destroy the economy because those are the people putting money back in. But yeah, I I think that a Biden problem with you know the idea the problem with the climate change argument is that the problem with the climate change argument is as good as the idea of having no carbon emissions and just completely getting rid of gas and fossil fuels is fundamentally on like not easily as accomplishable as we all think it is. And then yeah. I think it's going to take more of a toll on our economy right now than like slowly over time increment, incrementing certain changes because, you know, natural gas and fossil you know, fuels make up most of our power and others. Yeah. And, yeah, and changing it's, it's, that in like five years, 10 years, 20 years might not actually be possible. Yeah. Considering how much of our infrastructure is currently in fossil fuels and natural gases yeah like some people on the left completely I like the get, idea but yeah yeah no the well see the thing with the left is they have all these ideas that don't sound bad uh from the outside but then you look at it from like a financial standpoint for example the amount the billions upon billions of dollars into reducing carbon emissions to a point where it's like as low as it can go that's it's just not financially it's impossible especially for the u.s but and i don't see the left um, going after china who has come or who has one or who contributes one-third of carbon emissions to the planet i don't see them telling them to uh, to lower that down and the climate change whatever the left loves china and that's they're not going to go against them on anything and that, that's a problem too 
Yeah, when it comes to the debate, I mean, I think we need to take a closer as well as a farther look at the whole idea. Yeah. Because it's kind of a concept idea that needs to be solved over a practical, so you know, a practical thing that needs to be solved. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I can agree with that. All right, well, thank you, Tia, yeah, for coming for on the show. Yeah, yeah, thanks for coming on. I, I hope I can get you back on a different time and we can continue to talk about stuff that's concerning us as a, uh, as a young conservative move, movement and concerning uh, the young Republican Party. But yeah, thanks for coming on. I hope we can have you on another time. Thank you for listening to this special episode of The Turwee Show.